Welcome to the Fast Lane, accelerating your path to Christ. Karen from the four day work or four day week, uh, welcome. And as per our show, we have the custom horns to say welcome to the Fast Good Lane. Good afternoon, Karen, and welcome to the Fast Lane. Hello, hello, hello. Great to be in the Fast Lane. Thank you for having me. Indeed, our pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Uh, uh, Karen, just as a a recap for those of our listeners uh, who aren't familiar with your organization and what you are piloting um, in South Africa, uh, what is the four-day week? I can start with what the four-day week isn't, (laughs) and it isn't a Friday off. (laughs) Beautiful. It's definitely not a Friday off, yes. Uh, Those are one of the common misconceptions uh, that's currently uh, making, uh, you know, it's it's rounds. But what what is it in in a nutshell, what, what is it that your NPO is currently doing, not just in South Africa, but globally? So the four-day week is essentially a reduction in the working hours within a normal working week. So what we're trying to do is motivate for South African companies to experiment with us for a reduced working week. And everything about the four-day week is centered around the the 180-100 principle, which is 100% pay for 80% of the time in return for 100% productivity. So it's, it's essentially a productivity experiment. And what we are asking South African companies to do is place the well-being of their workforce front and center. Everybody's burnt out. Everybody's stressed out. Our mental health and well-being as a, you know, in South Africa is, is, is being cited as the next pandemic. And it's time companies did something about this. And what this experiment is, or what this trial or pilot, as we're calling it, is a way to focus on outputs. It's a way to value employee engagement. But more importantly, it's about the gift of time. And it's about saying, I gift you this, this time off to spend in a way that is meaningful for you. And that could translate, oh gosh, in a number of different ways. It could be a hobby it could be exercise it could be health practices it could be studying a new skill it could be time spent with kids there are so many different ways that you are you're essentially able to 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 spend that time off and global research is shown that it is unequivocally linked to 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 better health um, and productivity and 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 well-being are completely and absolutely interdependent on one another Wow, thank you so much, Karen. I love the fact that it's an important gift, the gift of time. I think that's invaluable. Yeah, it, <laughs> Because many see it just as, as something different and the fact that you're, giving, you, you're sure. giving the person the opportunity to decide what best to do with that time that you've gifted them. Wow. I absolutely love it because I think time, you, can't, you really can't pay for time. But also maybe tell us about the go live. Um, when is it happening? When are we going live? And also maybe a little bit... Um, how many companies have enrolled? Which companies, perhaps? I think for me, what I want to know about the go live, when is the project piloting to go live? And also, how many companies in South Africa have joined uh, the four-day work week? So the actual pilot starts on the 1st of February, 2023. So we are recruiting right up until the 15th of January. And currently, we have 20 uh, sign-ups, which is, which is incredible. Mostly small, uh, some micro-organizations. Mm. Okay, and uh, one of the things I want to... Am I still with you guys? Yes, yes, you're still here. Can you ask? Sorry, I seem to be having connectivity issues. So we have 20 participants, and uh, some of them are are medium and and, somewhat larger organizations, and some are small 
micro-organizations, a cross-section from Gauteng, uh, Joburg and Pretoria, a couple in KZN, a few in Cape Town, and uh, then a few, uh, one in Northwest. And yeah, it's, it's been really exciting to see the, to see the interest. Interesting, interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm also intrigued. People say <laughs> in, we, we're slower in Cape Town than Joburg. Tell me, if you look at your numbers, which <laughs> province has got more sign-ups? <laughs> Oh, I hate to tell you, it's Joburg. <laughs> Josie's beating our asses here. <laughs> Oops, I should have said that on air. <laughs> oh my word! I no. think Joburg people yes. are clearly more stressed. You know, the you know they Cape Town rush hour starts a whole hour earlier than Joburg, and people start work at seven a.m. So you know what? I think Captonians may already be getting a four-day week, and I'll probably be shot for saying that, but I'm kidding. <laughs> but yes, Joburg is definitely beating us at the moment. Um, but but there's a lot of interest. Uh, within the fintech sector, within within Cape Town. So mm. we're starting to see some movement within the ICT sector. And and what's really exciting, actually, is is the move away from from the productivity conversation because it seems like it's quite scary for people, mm. actually. Mm. You know, ooh, we're talking about our outputs and how productive we are at work. And I think a lot of big corporates are saying, well, if I can't see bums on seats and I can't see my employees, you know, sitting at a chair at work, they're not working. Mm-hmm. And and that that's 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 really trying to challenge a, a well a hundred year old status quo. I mean, somebody introduced the idea of a five day week a hundred years ago. Why on earth we haven't challenged it before now? And it took COVID as long to get us to do something about it. But I think productivity is the one component about it. And what is what is exciting for me is in discussions with coalition members and 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 just reaching out to wellness practitioners or well being practitioners in the workplace. You know, a lot of them are actually saying to me that this is the next pandemic. The mental health of South African employees and workforce is critically bad. And what's wonderful about the four-day week and the experiments and the results from the experiments and pilots we're seeing from global trials is this is the one component that is unequivocally going up. So staff are intrinsically more motivated, engaged, but more importantly, happier and healthier. So what we're seeing, and, and we're starting to get a sneak peek now of the global results, which are about to be released from the island and, and North America pilots on the 1st of December. But one of the, the really meaningful scores for me that the research has shown is up to a 50% reduction in absenteeism. Sure. So in other words, we're, wow. we're finding that workers are, are not taking time off. And, and they're not taking time off because of their health which means that that gift of time, that 20% time within a working week, that one day off a week, whether it's a taken as a Friday or a Monday or two half days or however that time off is taken, is genuinely creating meaningful change from a mental health perspective and a well-being perspective. And for me, I think for South Africa, where we're so critical in, this, in, this, mm. you know, in, in that sort of environment, this is so exciting. Mm. Well, uh- Sorry, just apart from the uh, the go live that's happening next year, there's also a webinar specifically uh, addressing this whole mental health. Um, you know, just this issue that that is plaguing the workplace. Uh, do you mind giving us more information regarding that and when that's taking place, and also who you've been part, who you are, are partnering with? Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. The Institute of People Management, obviously uh, HR practitioners are their sort of primary member base. But what's really exciting, on the 8th of December from 12 to 1, and in collaboration with Discovery, who's obviously got a lot of data and insights on, on you know, the mental health and well-being, given that they're such a large medical aid company and, and, and obviously do retirement and financial planning and risk management. And, and then we've got 
the TB2B group, uh, Dr. Mavis Mazura. And the two discovery, we've got Yoshin Modi and, 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 and Dr. Mavis are going to be chatting about whether we have a solution for the workplace wellbeing crisis. And I will obviously be in possession of the latest stats and I will be bringing those in from the global pilots. So on the 8th of December, really, really up waiting the conversation about well-being in the workforce, in the workplace, and how critical it is to have motivated, engaged, happy, healthy uh, workers. Um, and, and I think this is a strategic priority for most HR practitioners. It's certainly the ones I've been in comms with. My gosh, there's a strategic priority number one going into 2023 is to focus on well-being and wellness in the workplace. Wow, wow, Karen. Karen, I wanted to go a little bit back. I think part of the reason you had said earlier, why have it, has it taken us like over 100 years to move towards a four-day week? We've, we've maintained the five-day week. And I'm just thinking some of the, you know, the misconception is that people didn't want, we never wanted to be a country looked upon as unproductive so hence we were like okay five day week although people were not as productive even though they were there but my question to you is that how do you structure now um i know you said that it's not really a, a friday off but just maybe talk to us about how you know the flexibility of how companies will be allowed to structure and also secondly do you still make your 40 hour week in terms of working or how is it going to work that is such an important question. The last thing we want employers to do is expect employees to increase the intensity of the work that they're doing within the four days that they are mm. working. So, so flexibility is definitely a new currency within the work within the workplace. You know, a lot of a lot of organisations are struggling with with this return to work. Some are mandating it. Some are battling with the sort of hybrid remote. Some have gone fully remote and are asking uh, employers employees to come back to the office. So, so the way the model works is completely up to the organization that participates. So if you look to global best practice, some organizations are running sort of staff rota rotations, if you like. So this week, that half of the, of, the, of the department or the company takes the Friday off and, and the other half will take the Monday off. And, and, so, and so it goes. So there is flexibility in the way you, 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 you adapt the model to your organization. Mm -hmm. But the objective is to reduce the work week from 40 to 32 hours or thereabouts. Mm -hmm. So it's a 20% reduction in the hours spent at work. And, and Global is saying that on average, you know, two to three hours are wasted every single day at work. So just simple things like streamlining meetings, uh, not, not forcing employees to come into the office every single day because you reduce time spent in traffic and the commute, let alone the sustainability and environmental positive uh, impact that, that comes out of that. But, but we don't want staff or, or employees trying to fit what they would normally do in a 40-hour week into four days. That would be that would mm. that would increase stress. That would increase burnout. So it's to look for time wasted, and Global has the assertion that we are wasting at least twenty percent of our time already. We're actually probably already working a four-hour uh, a four-day work week anyway. We're just not doing it in a structured way. So we're looking. Organisations need to look for where they're wasting time. Teams need to look where they can streamline, uh, you know, their efficiencies, their outputs, and because you place the value on output within time, you're upweighting the, the value that that employee contributes and the efficiencies of how that employee contributes. And, and, and that, just, that just allows for a sort of a co-created space, a collaborative space, 
where the employee is valued. And, and, and the solution, even more exciting with this pilot, is re it resides with the employee. Mm -hmm. This is not a, a top-down C-suite initiative. Mm -hmm. This is a bottom-up, literally from, from an individual within a team, has the solution and the contribution to how the model should work within an organization. And the idea within that pilot period, within that six-month trial period, is every organization gets to a point where they find a model of the four-day week that best works for them. And that will look different from organization to organization and industry to industry. But it really isn't that hectic. It literally is looking for a 20%. That's eight hours a week. That's what you're looking to save. Wow. I'm pretty sure if we all looked hard at how we spend our time and how we work, <laughs> we will find inefficiencies in how we are working and we'll be able to reduce those inefficiencies. Karen, I don't think we even have to look that hard. Probably um, walking, <laughs> I'm just thinking walking <laughs> with your colleague to go make a cup of coffee and chatting away. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, it is a stress reliever, but it is time <laughs> as well. So I don't think we really have to look that hard to find the time. Like you say that there is like almost 20% that we are wasting anyway. Uh, that could have been, you know, product. And now this time is being given back to you to use the way you would like to use it which is, it, it, it's such a beautiful gift. You know, I, I've, been, I've, been, I've been playing around with this, with this idea in, in, my, in my head and, you know, trying to make, trying to make it it's sort of easy to understand outside the context of four-day week. It's not a Friday off. And for me, it's a conscious work ethic mm. and a conscious mm. rest ethic. Wow. And you need both. So, you know, your rest ethic is actually your new work ethic. And it's conscious rest, which contributes to well-being. So if you're consciously taking time off, but you're also consciously working, your efficiencies go up and your well-being go up. It, it's just, it's, it's such a, a magical combination. And I've seen it in my own organizations. I've stopped micromanaging people, basically, is what mm. it's translated to. <laughs> and I've cleaned up my diary. Wow. I don't, I don't spend hours in meetings that I don't need to be in. I've empowered my senior management to make decisions without me there. Um, and it's shown up a lot of inefficiencies for me. And I, and I think a lot of organizations, when they place a conscious effort on time spent and how it's spent and on what, it really is incredible how you start focusing on work as a, as healthy, a healthier version of work, but more importantly, a guilt-free rest time, yeah. whatever that translates to. Yes. So when I spend time Good with job. my kids and go, I played cricket the other day with my, with my teenage son <laughs> in the middle of the middle of afternoon. And I was, I felt absolutely nothing turning my phone off and going to spend four hours on a cricket pitch with my son. Beautiful. I wasn't worrying about work. I wasn't thinking about it. And I think that's, that's the feeling. I don't feel guilty about it. It's a, it's a, it's, 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 I'm present and I'm enjoying it. And that was important for me. And, 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 you know, if I were to ask you guys how you would spend your eight hours off a week or your day off a week or your two half days off a week, you know, you will probably have different responses as to mm. what's important. You might want to go to the beach. You might want to climb a mountain. You might want to go for a cycle. You might want to learn to cook. You might want to go back to study there. You might want to spend time with kids. It could be different for everybody. But consciously resting and consciously filling up your cup Oh, for me, the value of that in today's time, in today's stressed out time is just, it's, it's, it's an incredible gift and it's been a huge gift for me. 
Wow, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you guys are really pushing for this because I think for me it's more important than anything, like you said, in terms of mental health. But you start to feel the fatigue, even if as you work the five day, especially now towards the yeah. end of the year, we are feeling it. And, and, and the guilt part as mm, well, with even like after absolutely. you've cl- clocked out, you at home, you f- still feel that obligation to answer that email, to answer your phone, and being able sure. to do this to disconnect and be present. It is, it is something that, that needs to be purposefully done. And, and yeah, this again is just creating that awareness. Um, we do appreciate uh, what you're bringing to the table. And in light of that, uh, uh, in closing, I want to ask you, what is your appeal? Seeing that Cape Town it doesn't make up the bulk. We're lagging. Oh, you are, yeah, we are, we are, we are lagging behind. What would your appeal be to, uh, to our businesses for this and even for the pilot, the second pilot that takes place in July? I think. Cape Town, really, we've got some wonderful sectors here, and I'd like to see some some different sectors starting to participate. I'd like to see manufacturing. I'd like to see retail. I'd like to see retail banking. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see tourism. So there, there, there are a couple of sectors other than fintech and ICT that are that are obvious. Uh, even even healthcare um, and petroleum. You know, there there are a good few sectors in Cape Town that that should be considering this, and and and. It, you know, when, when I said to you earlier, it's not that hectic. I'm not expecting these big corporates to come on board with 4,000 staff members. What I'm saying is take a, a department that, that maybe is low productivity or where you're seeing a loss of talent, for example, or where you're seeing high levels of absenteeism and put that department through the trial and come and experiment with us. So mm. I'm saying break it down. I don't expect the whole organization to do it, but, but, but just come and try in a little way to make an impact because I think if we get enough numbers, we have the ability, because we've got Stellenbosch Business School as one of our research partners and we're going to be researching some unique things to South Africa, Beautiful. we have an opportunity if we get the numbers to look for social impact. And by this, I mean, can we bring more graduates into the workforce? If we're seeing a reduction in absenteeism, an improvement in productivity, revenue neutral positive results, my word, that leaves bottom bottom line growth. And if we've got bottom line growth, that means that technically there's space for more graduates and school leavers within the workforce that need invaluable, that need a job experience. It's critical for them. Yes. So can Keptonians make space for them? And I think they can. I think we need to challenge ourselves. And and we're not, you know, we, we all we all joke interprovincial about, you know, stereotypical things. Oh, Keptons are, you know, they clock off early and all of the rest of it. We have got some incredible sectors here with, with, with an incredible number of youngsters looking to enter the workforce. And we need to retain our talent. And I think talent management and acquisition is another thing that we can manage here. We can. We, can. we don't want our graduates leaving. 68% of them want yeah. to leave this country. Come on now, move to Cape Town and sure. we'll keep your jobs here and we'll find more jobs <laughs> for our youngsters. Yeah, a job with a view. Yes, a beautiful job with a beautiful Absolutely. view. <laughs> Karen, it's so lovely to talk to you. But maybe people that would like more information and uh, maybe they've got questions, maybe companies as well, you know, that want to onboard, but it's still maybe unclear. How do they get more information? They can email me directly at karen at fourdayweek.co.za. So that's K A R E N. Or they can go to fourdayweek.co.za and all of our social media handles are at fourdayweeksa. 
Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Karen. Lovely chatting to you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for having me, guys. It was so awesome chatting to you this afternoon. Indeed. I appreciate your time. Thank Thank you. you. Chat soon. And uh, all the best with the first, with the pilot, yes. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great afternoon. Bye. Bye.